0: These two novels, thus, have tapped into the fantasies and fears of the subcontinental psyche, longing to be released from the boundary constraints firmly branded upon its body. MC's use of sexual identity, specifically male construction of female sexuality, evidenced by Salim's desexualization of the adult women in the novel, offers a blatant uncovering of the modern South Asian psyche. This is achieved not only through its textbook rendering of the culturally contextualized damned mother complex, but also through its conception of the raped Bharat Mata answering, in an unconscious schema, just how strongly nationalist disclosure, first during British rule and later in the post-colonial nation-state, has articulated the woman question. While M.C. depicts the modern diasporic psyche, F.B. definitely presents its postmodern self, in the truest sense of the word. Audre Lord once declared, quote, We have been socialized to respect fear more than our own needs for language and definition, and while we wait in silence for the final luxury of fearlessness, the weight of that silence will choke us. The tale of Urji breaks not only this silence— but also the rigid constraints far too evident even in the unconscious saga of Salim. Urji, rather than seeking to destroy the sexualized mother, chooses instead to become her. This hyper-manifestation of the maternal feminine stance, though, is only one way in which the psychosexual repressions of modern South Asia enters new territory in this novel. For F.B., in its rendering of the relationship between the unnamed other, Urge's queer sexual identity and language potently subverts the lacanian notion of the missing signifier and the law of the father, insisting instead upon the virtue of language and the liberation of naming. In doing so, the novel develops the idea of a profoundly redemptive diasporic queerdom, one in which the communal division based on rigidly carved categories can be utterly exploded by the invention of new languages and new names. If, as is commonly thought, it is natural to think about literature in terms of dreams, then the desires and fears of the modern diaspora evoked by Rushdie and Salvadurai offer two vastly different realities of our nocturnal fantasies. Midnight's children uncovers the dream that imprisons. Funny boy uncovers the dream that liberates. I wonder which of these dreams we will be able to remember once we wake up.